at four weeks, a month, or maybe five weeks, he had introduced me to his siblings. Right, you see. These are the closest exactly. people to him around. Mm -hmm. He had introduced me to them. I had met them. We had talked. Um, again, people have done that to people and messed up. So oh, but anyway, he backed up his words. He backed up his intentions with action. Hello and welcome to Dating Done God's Way. I'm your friendly Christian relationship counselor, Tolu. I started this podcast after I began my journey as a single saved woman trying to navigate the dating scene in a godly way. And I've learned a ton since. Here, I share tips to make it easy for you to date in a godly way. I've watched my clients navigate the dating scene, enter godly relationships and marriages, and even step into motherhood. I want to do the same for you. I know how hard it is to be saved and dating. Trust me, I get it. And I'll be sharing tips to get you started on your own journey to your own godly marriage. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a single power-packed episode. Welcome back to the Dating Down God's Way podcast. My name is Tolu. I'm really excited because our guest today is Toyosi Etimeth Young, who is a producer and digital media strategist with eight years, eight years of professional experience. She's passionate about telling African stories to a global audience and has vast experience producing for film, TV, radio, print, and digital publishing platforms. Her producer credits include Sahara TV's foremost flagship show, The Gist, several short-form content for CN Powered Polio Nigeria as Toyo Seas, which aired on African Magic across 50 African countries, and I Recognize Talent, a mini talk show that highlighted upcoming creatives across the entertainment industry. She also produced Linda Ikeji Studios Life Lessons with Betty Irabo, Adeolu Adefarasin's Shop Talk, and was production manager on Dindani TV's 39 acclaimed series Giddy Up, season three. The consummate media executive combines her past experience as a reporter, writer, and presenter in the United States and Nigeria to create nuanced, engaging, and entertaining content. Toyasi, it's so lovely to have you on DDGW. How are you today? I'm great. I'm great. Thank you. Thank you. One uh, one major thing you left out um, oh, of please the introduction, <laughs> which was great, by the way. Sometimes it's good to reflect on what what we've done. Um, was that I'm now the um, global director of content for MyPad, and MyPad is the most influential people of African descent. So wow. it's a recognition platform. Yes, we recognize Black excellence all over the world. So I'm the um, director of content now. I thought to mention that because I. Want to plug my party. no please feel free <laughs> congratulations <laughs> on that that's awesome thank you thank that's you very amazing. much thank you i thank you i remember back in 2015 i was on your show the gist talking about mm -hmm. you know losing my brother i believe this was a year after i lost him and i was sharing on my book gift of grace a sibling bond and i really appreciated your empathy to your scene interviewing me so thank no, you for that Thank you for, You're welcome. for being so, so considerate in, you know, in talking to me during that time, because I had just started sharing my journey at that point. And now yeah. it's kind of a full circle moment because I'm having a conversation with you. I'm curious to learn about your amazing journey so far, specifically mm -hmm. on marriage and entertainment. And, you know, this chat, you know, if you're listening to this, make sure you are somewhere because Toyas is going to be dropping some serious gems. <laughs> 
So I'm really excited to get started on this. I'm going to go right into it, right? Um, my first question for you is, how did you meet your husband? I, I met him. I'll say I met him before he met me. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. <laughs> okay, so I met him. I met him as Polari on Giddy Up. Giddy Up was an Indani TV series, um, first of its kind, really. And he played this villain, villainish character. And I was just drawn, you know? <laughs> like, who you were this? drawn. <laughs> who is this guy? Like, what is this? What are you acting? Is this really who you are? You know, I was very intrigued. And then I think I had just joined Instagram or something. And so I went to look for him on Instagram and I followed him. It was just normal. Then I realized that he was not just an actor. He was also a filmmaker. And at that time I was um, studying producing at the New York Film Academy. And so I was like, wow, okay, I'm a producer. He's a filmmaker. Maybe we can get together. Maybe, maybe we can do something together, you know? So it was no, it was no more about, um, oh, I like him. I think he's cool. I think he's interesting. It was now, okay, what can we do together sort of thing? And right. um, yeah, so to answer your question, we met um, formally on social media, on Instagram, to be precise. And I sent him a message and asked about working together. And, and that's how we met. That's awesome. So <laughs> what were the changes you didn't expect? Because, you know, you are not married to a celebrity. What were the changes that you didn't see coming, you didn't anticipate? So I would say that I was also a celebrity in my own right, maybe a mini celebrity, you know, then because I had my talk show, you were on the show, I had yes. a good growing fan base. So yes. I was I was fine. I, I was getting recog recognized at different places. So it wasn't there wasn't so much of a drastic change until much later when I stopped my show. Um, he, and I, we always laugh about this. Like I had more, way more followers than he did when we met. You know, so <laughs> it was always like, oh, Toyosi Phillips. Then it was Toyosi Phillips, Toyosi Phillips. Um, but then I, I moved back to Nigeria. I didn't have my talk show anymore. My career sort of stalled a bit, and then his career took off. And all of a sudden, he's this huge huge celeb you know ladies ladies going to say hi mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and for producers are calling directors are, everybody is calling and all of a sudden nobody was calling me anymore I had to deal with that change it was shocking at first because I was used to the attention but all of a sudden it became Daniel Etimef Young plus one you know for his invites Whereas before I would have my own separate invitation, he would have his, I had to deal with a lot of internal issues. I started to have a complex, I developed a complex, um, which I had to work my quickly. I realized, listen, my marriage is more important. By then, of course, we were married. Right. I realized my marriage is more important than status. You know, please, I want a functioning home. I want a safe a safe home for my children to grow up in a safe home for myself. I want, I want a healthy marriage. And if I had continued with my insecurities, if I had continued with um, having like a chip on a chip on my shoulder or feeling very on unappreciated, it would have affected my marriage, you know, the core of my marriage. And um, so I had to deal with that, I had to work through that through speaking, you know, speaking up about it, I started to tell him, this is how I feel. I feel like 
I feel I feel like nobody sees me anymore. I feel like you've taken away all the shine. I used to shine so bright and now I feel small. You know, so I would have those conversations with him and then I now extended those conversations to trusted friends because I was very certain I was very clear on my marriage working and I had seen what would make the marriage not work. Okay, so it was now about fixing what would make the marriage not work, at least what was in my capacity to fix. And so I extended that to friends a few trusted friends, about two trusted friends, you know, would walk through, would talk through it. Um, the, 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 I was reminded about my identity, who I was before he, we even got married, who I am really in Christ outside of being Daniel's wife or being married to Daniel Etim F. Young. And um, then I got a therapist. Okay. So I think the therapy was the, was the, on the cake, but very helpful, more than icing, actually. Let me not just call it icing. More than icing. It was very helpful, though, to help me reconnect with my true self. And yeah, all is well in La La Land now. We're good. I, I really like how, you know, you were clearly able to say, you know what, this is what it's going to create issues for me and my home. And this is standing in the way of me and my family being built the way I would appreciate and you tackle that head on and you know I appreciate the fact that you mentioned the value of therapy because you know in our society it's starting to be more accepted but it's overly needed right in terms of how our society operates so listen yes (laughs) I'm telling you like I'm so glad that you mentioned that and you know you said everything now is fine in La La Land so it's great that you you and this is to everyone listening, you can seek for help, you can seek for assistance, and it's good to communicate with your partner. You know, I think that's the thread in which that I've, I've gotten from what you shared so far. You included him in that conversation, yes, which I think yeah. is very key. Yes. So how long because, did you date? Because, oh, yeah, please go I'm ahead. sorry, Toby. Yes, no, go because ahead. I found that I was bitter. I was mm. getting bitter and like I, the, the guy is just there like what did i do <laughs> you know why are you almost always angry, angry and what right. was what's happening what why are you almost always so clingy you want to go where i'm going if they invite me somewhere you, too, you want to be there all of that so i had to i had to explain it to him and i've i've, I've realized that that is a problem a lot of women maybe let me not say a lot let me not generalize no, but women <laughs> tend to just bottle it up and expect their husbands exactly. to be to mind know. readers mm-hmm. Your husband has the Holy Spirit, but he's not the Holy Spirit, okay? He cannot read your mind, like does, does not know what you're thinking. So share, share, and hope for, pray before sharing for some people. My husband is understanding, okay? I mean, we have our fallouts, all of that, but mm-hmm. he got it. The moment I said, okay, this is how I'm feeling. I feel small. I feel unimportant. I feel like, yeah, he got it. And so he was also able to talk to me about it. So for any woman in that same space, please talk to your husband. Okay. And if you feel your husband is not understanding enough, pray about it. Ask God to touch his heart first and then have the conversation. It's all about communication. I, I, I also wanted to add that, you know, like you just said, they're not mind readers. Men are not mind readers. Yeah. So please communicate. Open your mouth yes. and, and talk. <laughs> talk. Yes. <laughs> Hey Queen, I see you're enjoying this episode. If you're interested in diving even deeper into attracting the right men, dating your husband, dating for the purpose of a godly marriage, dating to marry is the program for you. I work with you to show you exactly how to date to attract your husband. I'm going to walk you through patterns all the way to positioning yourself to date to attract 
the man that is right for you. I only work with four women. Make sure to check the show notes to sign up for our wait list. I look forward to welcoming you into Dating to Marry. Let's get back to our episode. It's very important. So speaking yeah. about communication, do you think full disclosure should apply in marriage or do you believe in sharing on a need-to-know basis? Is it important? Oh, I had, I had this, I had this um, conversation Well, I shared on Instagram. For me, it was full disclosure. Okay. Uh, maybe it was full disclosure out of guilt, full disclosure out of fear, whatever it was anyway, it was full disclosure because I was like, I don't want a situation where something comes up. He hears something two years down the line and he's like, Oh, you didn't tell me. Um, I don't want, I don't want that. And it was also, I believe (laughs) because I'm trusting, it was also full disclosure on his part. There are things he told me he didn't have to tell me at when while we were dating so um i i would say full disclosure but knowing who you are dealing with okay and not doing it from a place of fear but from a place of i want our relationship to be genuine and i want i want us to have something special my husband keeps saying he still said it a few days ago this is how many years later um, almost five years later now, we're going to marry five years this year, which just seems Congratulations. like... Thank you. That's a long time, but yes. Anyway, um, he still said, he said that's one of the things that endeared me to you, you to me. I I was, you were very open, like you shared stuff, you, you were vulnerable. So is that vulnerability for him? But I'm wary of telling everybody, oh, this is how to do it because every relationship is different. You really need to know who you're dealing with, okay? If your husband is the kind of person that maybe doesn't care, will not mean anything, I don't know, maybe not, you know? Um, and if your husband, it to be is, again, well, a work in progress, okay? So there's nothing saying your husband won't change down the line. But if your husband, you're already seeing signs of somebody that is vindictive, that is maybe his mouth is sharp, he can insult you. I say, is it not you that X, Y, Z? Maybe you just watch it, okay? But for me, what worked for me was full disclosure. And what is work? You know, I love how you are qualifying it with making sure that you know who you are dealing with and who you are partnering with. It's so important. We usually get blanket advice that, you know, just make sure that you do A, B, and C, but A, B, and C may okay. not apply with Mr. F if you are dating you, exactly. Mr. F. Exactly. So exactly. it's important to know who you are in communication and in relationship with. I, 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 exactly. I, I think that makes a whole lot of difference. So, yes. you know, you were talking about, you mentioned, you know, when you were dating your husband. So how long did you date him before you knew he was the one for you? Because I know our listeners will be curious. Okay, so how do I know he's my husband? Uh, how am I supposed to know this is the man God has told me to marry? So for you, what was that process like? How long did you date before you knew he was the one? So we met on, like I said, there was social media. Yeah. That was about, I think, like February or something. And then we were both in Lagos working on the same project in, was it August now? I think it was August, September. And I say, uh, yeah, <laughs> we saw each other every day for six weeks, every single day for six weeks because of the nature of the project. And so, of course, um, how we were talking to each other changed over time. We were spending a lot more time together. 
Um, and so in that six weeks, which is a short period for some people, but again, this was six weeks of daily interaction, daily extended interaction. Um, in, in the six weeks, I was already like, okay, this is a very decent person. This is a, a genuine person, a kind person from what I was hearing. And I, I, I like to believe, in fact, not I like to believe, I believe I'm perceptive. Okay. I can smell, I can smell nonsense. Nonsense. I can smell nonsense. (laughs) Exactly. I wasn't getting that. I was, I wasn't getting that. I was getting genuine. I was getting level-headed, straightforward, honest. And then I was getting vulnerable as well. Okay. So I was vulnerable. And at a point he was very vulnerable. Um, and had shared about him even wanting to settle down. So it wasn't beating around the bush. There was no, is you, is not you. And again, I know, please, I really hope, um, anyway, let me carry on. No, I you really that, hope. I'm so curious. I, I know that guys, I know that guys have used all sorts of lines. You know, I want to ah, settle down. I want to marry. Exactly. Well. <laughs> so I'm also wary of saying that and making that like the yardstick of knowing a guy wants to get, God, so that you're also in tune with what God is saying in that season. But with things like marriage again, it's because of how bastardized it has become to a large extent from what I hear. I can't say a guy saying, oh, I'm, I want to get married is the guy. You know, I can't say that. But for me, he was vulnerable and he was open and he told me things, you know, he told me things about himself, things that had happened that he didn't have to tell me. And so I chose chose to carry on, you know, go along with the conversation and how it was going. And I'll say that's how I knew. I'm sorry if this is not the kind of answer no, you no, expected. I, 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 I appreciate. This is, this is my answer, yeah. No, but I, I like how honest and, you know, direct you're being about this. Because the truth is, a lot of men, these days they tell you they tell you what they think you want to hear i'm looking for wife material i want to settle down but the truth is that doesn't mean that when you meet the right person they wouldn't say that it's just the difference is they actually mean it and there's communication that is consistently addressing that to show you that they mean it right exactly and 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 there's actions backing that that statement exactly clarity what in what in like what four weeks a month or maybe five weeks he had introduced me to his siblings right you see the closest people to him around Mm -hmm. he had introduced me to them i had met them we had talked um Again, people have done that to people and messed up. So oh, but anyway, he backed up his words. He backed up his intentions with actions. Mm. No, it's very important. And, you know, I, I like how we're being clear about the fact that everyone's journey is different, but there are definitely foundational elements that will be present when it's the right person as well. That doesn't mean that, oh, because every because another guy came and he tried to scam you into believing he's the one doesn't mean that your husband or the man you eventually settle down with, however you want to qualify him, will not take yeah. that route. It's just his intentions will be different. So thank uh, you for, for, for that. Now, when you were told, you know, because I was reading some of, you know, you shared... I, I love your transparency in communicating the journey towards marriage and also how your journey has evolved as a woman. So I remember you said 
um, you were told you were marrying down. How did you navigate that comment? How would you even advise someone in that city? You know, our society is very, I, I, I don't even know the right words to use. Classist. Everybody, exactly, <laughs> classist. And everybody thinks they have an opinion or a right towards yeah. a, a decision that is very much within your own right to take. So how did you feel about that kind of comment? And what would you, what are your comments on that? Yeah. Okay. So it wasn't so much as marrying down. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, you're marrying an actor and right. people, the person had seen actor as a non-lucrative job. Like, so in terms of class, in terms of maybe family pedigree, all of that, it, it was that was not the case. So it wasn't right. like I'm marrying down in terms of, oh, this person is a poor person and all of that. No, my husband's family is very, they are well-to-do, well they're respectable to members of their different societies, um, all of that. You know, we have family in Calabar because my husband is from Calabar and then those in Lagos as well. Everybody's doing exceptionally well, okay? Yes. So it was just that um, what's it called now? The job. Career. Actor. Mm-hmm. The career path. Exactly. Fellow fair actor. You want to marry actor. That was what the person was in that. Can the person, can can an actor take care of you? I'm very, um, and I've been independent for a long time. So that helps. I'm independent minded. I'm independent thinking. I already had my mind made up, you know, for me to bring somebody and say, or for me to let you know that, um, I'm dating this person now and he's looking serious. I already had my mind made up. So for anyone in a situation like this, trust your intuition first. Make up your mind first before you start to discuss with people. Okay, it's not the first. Somebody talks to you. You're already picking the phone and saying, ah, um, this guy called me. He's looking serious. No, get to know the person first because this conversation happened way after we had sort of committed to one another in terms of boyfriend, girlfriend sort of thing. So not, oh, I'm getting married to you. I'm getting married to you. No, not that. But the commitment of we are exclusive. Okay, so I had that commitment before I went to meet um, people at people at home to say, okay, there's this guy and X, Y, Z. So it was, it was easy for me to navigate that comment because it was like... <laughs> I'm sorry, Jay, your opinion doesn't really count right no, now. I hear you. <laughs> I know your heart towards me is right, but thank you. No, okay, I've taken your opinion. I've, I've, I've taken it on board. Thank you very much. Something else. That was how that conversation went. I was not even trying to, um, I was not trying to defend him or defend acting as a career. Uh, no, it was just like, okay, I've heard you. Thank you. Because that, that's, that's, that's it for me. So what would you say to, because someone in, someone will be in a slightly different position. And I know some of our listeners will be in, in, in a slightly different position where it's not necessarily the career, it's more the, fin- the family and the financial background, right? So what would be your advice to someone in that situation where maybe someone even closer, like parents is telling you, no, you shouldn't consider marrying this person because they're not from the same financial class as you are, or they're not necessarily as exposed or the same level of pedigree as you have. What would be your advice to that? So I know that for every parent wants to see their child settled, at least most parents want to see their child settled in a home that um, 
in a home that the, the child can be, especially for female children, which I probably should not be saying, but anyway, no, in a home... <laughs> In a home that is comfortable and it's not even about wealth or opulence or any of that. It's just comfort, okay, to a, to a large extent. If you are being asked, this is for a woman now, if a woman is being asked about the status or the condition of their husband or husband-to-be, comments like that should be taken into consideration, you know, step, step away. You know, like I said, for me, I had thought about it before we had had conversations. I was, I was already sure before I had the chat with, with family. So it was easy for me to navigate for someone else. I would expect or hope that you do the same thing as well. You know, you think clearly, you understand what you're getting yourself into and then respect that your parents want the best for you. You know, respect that they want the best for you. Um, so even if they are saying something like, oh, can this person take care of you? Are you sure that this person is the right person? All of that. Be respectful about it. Thank you. I will think about what you've said. I have done my research. He has plans, all of that. Um, I know that he's good for me. I know that. But thank you anyway. So my point is just being respectful about about the opinion okay i i i think that's very important but learning how to you know I, I like how you said when you were sharing um based on a concerned relative's advice how you had already made up your own mind and i think that would apply here as well so it's important to have your own mind made up but also use other people's experiences and concerns as points to weigh your decision um, from their own perspective as well. So Toya, see, I do also wanna ask you about how God restored, you know, just taking a slight detour towards health. You mentioned that God restored your ovaries and I'm curious to learn what would be your advice for any woman that's dealing with a medical condition that she's seriously trying to navigate how would you be able to advise her in that situation? She's trusting God for restoration. She's trusting um, for restoration and, you know, health, full, full, full recovery, full health. So what would be your advice for a woman dealing with a medical condition that she's trying to navigate? Okay, this, this, is, this is the advice I'll give. Now, let's say there's a medical condition, right? That's what you said. There's a medical condition, right? What is the medical condition preventing? So let me use myself for, for example. I had the surgery. They told me I had only one ovary. Um, chances of, at that point, it's almost like, oh, chances of you ever having a second child is dice, um, all of that. I looked beyond what these people were saying. And I said to my, I will have other children. That is not even lack of a womb. We've seen all sorts of miracles and testimonies that have happened. And the womb did not come back, but they had a child. The ovary did not come back, but they had a child. You know what I mean? So I would say, trust, trust God for the child. Do you understand? Trust God for the child. For any medical condition, look beyond look beyond the condition and um, trust for what it is you actually want. Okay. Finally, I would just want you to share about your book, Now You Know Me Better. Well, how did you come across that title and why did you decide on that name? 
Of course, okay. So if you've been following, you know that I started to write um, during the lockdown. That's one great thing that happened for me in 2020. I had time to reflect, time to go back to a hobby, which is um, writing, you know, which was writing. And I started to write on Instagram. I just started to write random stories, things that had happened in the past. And I realized that with all these things, people were actually getting to know me better. You know, people were knowing that maybe I was an only child. People were knowing that I moved into a house and I had um, call girls as neighbors, um, all of that. And it, it, the, the, it was an easy title to come up with. In fact, after I had written like the first two stories, one of my mentors sent me a message. He's like, send this to me as a PDF. Before then, it had just been captions and then at the end of the caption exactly when when the space has finished on instagram after I'll say it to be continued, you know, the last time to be to be continued. And so that's, I was just freestyle writing and then the book launch as well. It was, I wanted it to be excellent because that's the instruction I had been given. And like I said, coming up with the name, now you know me better. It literally was now you know me better because you, you thought you knew me. You know, you knew probably probably knew a part of me, but now you know me better with all these stories that I've right. given you. Hey Queen, I see you're enjoying this episode. If you're interested in diving even deeper into attracting the right men, dating your husband, dating for the purpose of a godly marriage, dating to marry is the program for you. I work with you to show you exactly how to date to attract your husband. I'm going to walk you through patterns all the way to positioning yourself to date to attract the man that is right for you. I only work with four women. Make sure to check the show notes to sign up for our wait list. I look forward to welcoming you into Dating to Marry. Let's get back to our episode. So, yeah. Where, yeah. where can we get the book? Our book is at Robin Heights. Um, Robin Heights is my major stockist in Nigeria. Um, we're also on Amazon. So please, every all the Amazon, Amazon France, Amazon Canada, Amazon.com, Amazon.uk, all of that, OCO.uk, um, all of that, um, all the Amazons. And um, we're going to be stocking in Ghana soon. So I'll send those details. I know it's taking a while. I really thought we would distribute to West Africa at least in the first year or so. But the conversations are just only picking up for the rest of West Africa. So um, please follow me on social media. Yes, please. Where, Where can we follow you? Follow me at B, B underscore Toyosi. T-H-E underscore T-O-Y-O-S-I. The underscore Toyosi on um, Instagram. Instagram. Um, on LinkedIn, it's Toyosi at an F Young. I'm not really big on Facebook. On Twitter, I'm at Toyosi underscore EE. Thank you so yeah. much, Toyosi. Um, this has been an amazing conversation. This was really a pleasure. If you're a sister, move over to the members area. Toyosi is going to be answering some very specific questions. Um, and please, we're going to share all the details to follow her online and learn more about her book and get yourself a copy in yeah, the show notes this was amazing yeah. thank you to you thank you thank you Tolu. thank you this was fun thank you hold on 
If you're a wife and waiting sister, head on over to our members area for a secret session with this guest. Yes, we have a secret session with this amazing guest where we dive into even more tips and steps to make this journey easy for you. And we'll be discussing it in our sisterhood chat later as well. See you in the members area.